What's going on, you guys? Once again, it is on. Uh, like to personally welcome you to another wonderful podcast of the Rooftop Chronicles. Uh, thank you so much for joining me here again in the brisk and cool city of Lynchburg, Virginia. Um, you guys are absolutely wonderful. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for just taking the time out to sit down and just uh, listen to some of the things that I have to say. You guys are absolutely super dope. Um, if you were any more dope, you would be... I don't know what you would be, but you, you, you're just absolutely amazing. Um, so I wanted to jump into this real quick because... Uh, I've been hearing a certain phrase or a certain, you know, um, statement these quite frequently or quite often, you know, these last couple of days. And um, and you guys probably heard it, too. It's 2020. It's like, you know, this is the year of vision. This is the year of uh, this is the year, of, you know, where we see things more clear. And that's that's really fire. And I, you know, I pray that we do get to see that. And I pray that we do get to. Um, experience things in in a more uh, clear fashion. You know, I pray that our vision isn't you know um, nearsighted or farsighted, and to the point where we just can't focus. Or um, I pray that God does show us the things that He wants us to see. And um, this year is. It's the year for you guys, and it's the year for me, and I pray that so honestly and earnestly, and and just with with my with my heart. But but uh, there, I believe that there is a prerequisite to all of that, you know. Um, before we can ever like really like see the things that we are, you know, hoping for, you know, we have to write that vision down. And Habakkuk says, you know, write the vision down, make it plain, and. Um, It'll speak and it won't lie, you know. Uh, and I and I definitely have taken that approach. I've written the vision down, you know. Um, I've been hearing a lot of uh, of speakers or pastors say, you know, to write your vision down for this year, you know. And it's been it really hit home for me because I've never done that before. I've never written out a vision, not just for this year, but for my life. And I didn't really understand how important it was until I, you know, took the time to sit back and 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 look and 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 establish words for a future. And the power in that is is absolutely wonderful. It's absolutely amazing. And the dichotomy in that, or the the mystery in that is the only way for me to see clearly in the future is for me to speak clearly about my future. So my future isn't just relying upon what I see. My future is relying upon what I say. So it, that can go all the way back to the beginning of time where God spoke things into existence it is now 2020 and we are still seeing the things that he spoke. We're still seeing the moon and we're still seeing the sun. So words are powerful. 
Once again, God has given us the ability to create. And he's given us that ability, you know, through words and whatever we speak, we can see. So those things or words have to be coupled with our vision this year. And not just coupled with our vision and words have to be coupled with the vision of God. And words have to be coupled to what God has already spoken in his word. So get out a sheet of paper. I'm urging you to get out a sheet of paper and begin to write down what you want to see. And ask God what he wants from you. Ask him what are the big ambitious goals that he has for your life. And the dope thing about it is not only will he tell you, but it'll blow your mind. Like there will be things on the inside of you that you never thought that you had. There will be dreams and there will be visions and, and, and there will be desires. And I believe that those are all the desires of our heart that God talks about. When he says, if a man, if a man's ways please the Lord, then he will give you the desires of our hearts. But everything has to be lined up. It can't just be a thing where, you know, we're just saying that this is the year for clearer vision and clearer clarity. Yeah, but like, how is our vision going to be made clear? Like, how are we going to be able to see better than what we did in 2019? We're going to speak those things that are not as though they were. And we're going to speak the things that line up with the word of God. We're going to speak the things that line up with what God freaking says about us. Another thing I want to add in there is, you know, if we don't have a good identity or a good grip on who we are in God, then our vision is always going to be skewed. If I don't know who I am, like how in the world can I ever hope to, to gather a vision for a future? If I think I'm like a cracked or broken individual, my future is only going to hold broken and cracked, you know, visions because that's the way I see myself. And I see myself that way because I've constantly spoken negative words over my life or I've constantly heard negative words over my life. This is me figuratively speaking, but there was a point in time before the end of 2019 where I did only speak negativity or curses over myself because I didn't know how God sees me. And I didn't know that I was a son and I, that I'm, I'm, I'm blessed and I'm favored and I'm loved. And I didn't know that, that I was seen in that manner by the one who created me, the one whose value and one whose opinion about me is worth more than any person, be it family, mem family member, friend, you know, wife, whatever it is. Parents, it, it doesn't matter. Coworkers, it doesn't society, social media, the only image that I should be striving to attain or, or, or constantly reaching forward to get is, is the image that Christ gave me before the foundations of this earth. Once again, that's vision that he's carried out again, that he carried out for us again. He spoke us into existence. He knew us. Before we were in the bellies of our mother's wombs, and, and he predestined us by speaking something over us. And now all we're doing is walking out what he spoke. 
so others around us can see what he has placed on the inside of us. And I hope all of that is making sense. Let's rewind. You can't have a you can't have great vision without first writing it down and, you know, using words to create your vision or to create your future. And you can't have a good future or a good vision for yourself if you don't know your identity. If your identity is skewed, your vision is going to be skewed. If your identity is skewed, then then your your the words that you speak over yourself or over other people, they're going to be just jacked up. And God doesn't want that for us. He never does. He never has. He wants us to just be who he called us to be. Which is absolutely wonderful. As I said, like, I've heard so many words and so many phrases about how this is the year of vision. And this is the year for us to see clear. And and this is the year for us to, you know, really go forth and, and what God has for us. Because this is a brand new decade. All of that stuff is true. But if we can't, like, look in the mirror... And be able to see the person that God created, then we'll never be able to speak into our future and we'll never be able to see what our future is supposed to hold. We got to be able to do that. And we got to be able to do it in a manner in which God seems satisfied. And God deems to be, you know, good. For I know the plans that I think before you, says the Lord. Plans of good and not disaster. To give you a future and a hope. Once again, there were plans set before us, you know, by with words so that we can go and attain those plans and so that others around us can see. that made sense this is the first time in my life where like I've written down a vision and one thing I did notice is that that vision is centered around some some carnal material things that I've never been able to experience But one thing that I, you know, gathered from all of that is that at any given time, like God is not, you know, bound by the the vision that I wrote out, which to me means that he's not bound to abide by everything that I've written down in this vision. But at any given time, he can change, readjust and reshape the vision however he so pleases because he's God but no matter how he changes it or readjusts it like it's all going to come to pass because just as you sign a document which I encourage you to do as well to sign that document or sign that vision after you've written it down with your family members or after you've written it down just by yourself just take a moment to sign it and have faith to believe that God is signing that document right along with you you know, he he's bound by his word and he's bound by, you know, 
you know, every promise that he's ever made. And the way that he thinks about us, that never changes and it never will change. So, yes, this is the year 2020 of clear vision. But I pray that we all like get a clearer perspective or a clearer understanding or a clearer vision of about how, how God sees us. Because if we never get that perspective, we'll always be living a life of comparison and always be living a life where we feel as though we have to prove our worth to people that don't matter. It can be family. It can be people we don't even know, people in the streets. It can be just some strangers, even in church. It can be our bosses. It can be anyone. But the only thing that matters is what God says about us. And that's okay. That's all right. So I encourage you one last time, take a piece of paper out, get a pen, write down the vision that you have for your life or just for this year. Sign it, present it to God and believe by faith that he's going to sign it as well. But know that it all has to line up with his will and with his word. And if it does, he's going to bring it to pass. Not trying to be too preachy and not trying to do any of those things. It is extremely uplifting to know that when I have a vision in front of me that I've consulted to God about, that it's going to come to pass. Because without a vision, the people perish like what? Things around you are perishing because you don't have a vision. Marriage, children, money, like career. What, what things are perishing? What things are falling a freaking part because you don't have a vision or you don't have a word for your future? Writing out a vision plan for your future it's like packing your lunch for work the next day. You're taking the effort and you're taking the time to get the supplies out that you need to make sure that you're going to eat a good lunch the next day, a.k.a. packing your lunch, a.k.a. you know putting something in the future that will help you. By not doing that, we're going to be frustrated. We're going to be irritated and we're going to keep repeating that same stupid cyclical cycle that I've always talked about the demon dialogue I, there was a a um, counselor who talks about the demon dialogue and demon dialogue is basically a pattern that we create that displays chaotic and even demonic characteristics because we haven't cho- we haven't chosen to take a, take a different approach from it. It's like an endless figure eight. So so kill that noise, kill that kill that demon dialogue. Kill that dormancy state. Kill that extra space in your brain. D- destroy that by writing a vision and holding it up and saying this is what I believe God wants us to do. And also saying that even if he changes it, we're still going to stick to it. God is not intimidated by our requests 
or by our vision. It's all from him. It's all for him and it'll all go back to him. So take a couple extra minutes or however long you need to write your vision out. Because I do believe that this is going to be a dope year for us all. But we got to take that time out to realize who God sees us as. To speak words of life over ourselves and over whatever situation that we're in. And just write the vision out. So I love you guys. I hope this made sense. And I hope you write your vision out. And I hope it comes to pass. God bless you. And thank you so much for just like continuing to join in and and listen and, you know, just take your time out. Like wherever you are in your car, you know, at home, working out on campus. I just really, really appreciate you. As always, thanks for joining the homie on the rooftops. Love you guys like crazy.